Moncrief on News Talk. Delighted to say that we are joined in studio now uh, by Sophie White and Declan Buckley. Good afternoon, Julie. How are we all today? Hi. Hope Hi. we're in good form for Great today. Great form, yeah. Absolutely. It's raining outside. I got rain on my suede shoes. Of course, I'm in great <laughs> oh, form. No. Oh no! The joy. Your diamond shoes are I, too tight. I just stupidly said to myself. Oh, it's a beautiful, sunny autumnal day outside. Let's kind of just go with it. Yeah. Like, no. 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 Have you, you met Ireland? You've been living just, here a long oh, time now. You should be getting used I to know, it. I know, I know. I was going more for hope than reality. Yeah. <laughs> hope springs eternal. It, well, it you won't know, tomorrow. I think, day, I think the day when you don't wear those shoes. Yeah. That's, you like, that'll be the bad day. That, that will be yeah, the day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. We have some, some lovely questions for you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's meaty this week. It is, yeah. Sorry, we're going, we're going that's kind of a gross way to describe this first one. <laughs> we're going straight in with this, will we? Yeah. Because it's just, it's so... All three of us together, let's All do three this. Of us, let's do this, right? So our first question today is, uh, I'm a 28-year-old man and I have been in a relationship with my girlfriend for over three years. We get on wonderfully and we've been living together for nearly two years. About eight months ago, she introduced me to a Brazilian friend of hers from work and the three of us began hanging around a lot. Long story short, over the last few months, we've become a truple. While we're aware that a three-person relationship is not very conventional, we are very happy how things are going. And recently, our new girlfriend has moved in with us. We all on the same page. So okay. Okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're keeping up. We're keeping well, up. There's yeah. a lot, a lot of modern yeah. stuff. There's yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff. People listening to that and wondering, well, did they say truple? Are there three of them it's, in this? Uh, you know? Truple. Truple. Is it? Rhymes a couple. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I, I didn't have them in my day, so... <laughs> oh, yes, I, I have some facts and figures here. <laughs> I read your book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rhymes of trouble, I would have thought. <laughs> All right, so uh, carrying on. The three of us have decided to spend Christmas together. But last week, my sister invited myself and my girlfriend to have a family Christmas at her house, which my parents will be attending also. Myself and my girlfriend both want to invite our new girlfriend along as she will not be travelling home this year. But I don't know how my family will react. Uh, I'm wanting to tell my family about our new relationship for a while now and I don't want to tell them over the phone. This feels like the perfect opportunity but I really don't know how everyone will react. God, I wonder how they will take to this news. Um, I am very happy. I would hope that my family would be happy for me but I also don't want to ruin Christmas for anyone. Have you any advice? My God, where do you begin? Uh, yeah, I have top line <laughs> advice. Oh, right. oh, Please top line. don't okay. do it at Christmas. Yeah. Just do it beforehand and let them metabolise in private. And then, you know, then you get together at Christmas and people have had a chance to adjust because it will be an adjustment for some people in the family, you know. So I just right out of the gate, I'm like, I know that they say they don't want to do it over the phone. And I totally respect that and think that's really wise. But at the same time, hop on a Zoom, You then, you know, you're looking them in the eye and I don't know, like just let them get used to the idea before they then meet you guys as yeah. a throuple. Will that not give them time to just, you know, lay up um, weapons against you, try and think what they're going to say, sharpen their knives, all I that mean, kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, Who maybe. Who do you think you are? Or Coming give them in. time to craft quippy jokes about it, because <laughs> it's an Irish family, I presume. Um, but, you know, it's like, it's interesting because, so what I was thinking that he could do, like, as well as the Zoom I'm recommending Zoom um, with them beforehand. You could send them through some stuff, like some yeah. stuff that talks about the nature of Polly Amory and, you know, it kind of contextualise it as a concept. I know that sounds a bit like mechanical, 
But I think it could really help them. And also, yeah. I discovered something interesting when I was reading up on this, which is that there have been throuples as far back as the 1800s in America on record. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's actually like much more like long around than I would have thought. And there was a survey in America um, that said that 21% of adults had at one stage in their lives, at least, been involved in a throuple and that 2% were like currently in a throuple, which is quite They used a to call it percentage. love triangles, I think, is they used to call them love triangles until they got kind of formalised into like, oh, we're keeping the love triangle going because we kind of like it. Or like everyone's happy with the love yeah, triangle. Whereas yeah. I think love As triangles, to, I think... East yeah, 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 kind of. I get you. But, but is, is a love triangle not where, where one person does yeah, not yeah, like no, the I, other I two? Go, I was going, the love triangle's kind of working out. Kind it's of kind of like, like mm. a mistress thing. You know, yeah, the, but I mean, you know, there are worlds that never meet where this is one world. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's a really interesting idea. Like, as the resident yeah. millennial, I'm like, yeah, this I, seems, I'm just amused. I know actually. some uh, people who are Grim in them. poly relationships. So it's like probably more normalized for my generation. Not that you guys are well, old, but you are. <laughs> but they have, when they're in the poly relationship, would they be in, you know, the same house together? And, and Yeah, so yeah. Well, not all it's the, the time. It's a gingerbread house. <laughs> <laughs> no, Declan. Not all the time, but this, this guy is living with her. And well, yeah, no, I know. I, I'm yeah. amused because it is, it, we're, what, Come what's on. happening here is... What is, would you do then? Sophie's coming in, like, you know, just totally accepting and going, this is very normal. And I get that and I totally mm. agree because... I understand. Whereas I can imagine to lots of people listening in, this is like, it's like, a, you wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. And you want mommy and daddy to sit down on a Zoom. On a Zoom. I can How just, yeah. like, well, yeah. this is very it's modern. It's 2023, guys. The year of 2023. Yes, I get yeah. that. I get that. But it is, it is a lot, isn't it? And the idea of it is, is, is as you're pointed out, it isn't like a newfangled idea. It's just, it's just, newfangled it's an, enough it's now. It's an alternative well, it's way of living. Well, it's becoming more visible. Yes. Because like there was loads of communities exactly. in the 60s and stuff like that, that like this was totally normalised. Yeah. And like communal. In those communities. But, yeah, but there weren't yeah. that many of those communities. I think for most people it was very I think meat and Tom, two potato. What happens though is that, is that often <laughs> when you're... Two veg? <laughs> in a, what, instead of like three meats or what yeah. do you think this yeah, is? Two meats. Uh, <laughs> it's a three meat one Christmas vegetable. dinner. Uh, I think one thing... I'm vegan. You're vegan. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like, okay, so you, you mentioned the point of visibility and I think that's mm. the, the really interesting thing because I'm old enough to remember when conversations in the, in the media about gay people mm. implied that there wasn't that many of them, that they, do, you know, they don't exist and it's a passing phase and all that kind mm. of stuff. Whereas, you know, the, the same kind of media commentators now are talking about gay people as if, you know, they're everywhere and you can't get rid of it. So, so you know, the thing about it is, is that until people become visible, it's very easy for people to dismiss them and their their um, lifestyles or their identities as being kind of like minor or insignificant or whatever. Yeah. I think what's happening now, as you've said, Sophie, is that the, the, these ideas are gaining visibility mm. Younger people are way more accommodating yeah. and understanding of it because it's part of a vernacular across a, 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 a big tapestry of tolerance that's happening. So, yeah, I get it. It's a bit difficult for people to understand. Mm. I, I, getting back to this people, I think it's 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 not a good idea to drop it down, you know, on the Christmas 
dinner table mm. in front of the whole family because that's just that's just courting disaster. It's already a kind of a fraught that's time. That's already a, time. a tough time. Absolutely. The timing with idea. the turkey yeah. so dry. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mum's sweating and sisters are going, why are we upholding patriarchy when we're in the kitchen <laughs> yes. while you're in the other room talking about truffles? So, yeah. This is like good time. the kind of thing behind me suggesting sending through yeah. some like information about it is to like help the parents see that like there's legitimacy here. Like this is like a legitimate thing. And like I was watching Esther Perel, who like I think appeals to like a very broad kind of demographic in terms of age groups. You know, she's like really revered. And I've been watching some stuff about her talking about Polly. And, you know, I think she made some really great points. Like she was talking about how like, truples, you know, like people might have a kind of a like, uh, you know, just really kind of like preconceived notion that it's kind of like only about the sex, for example, and, and that it maybe is kind, a little yeah. bit superficial or something. Yeah. And Esther Perel was saying that actually like throuples, it demands a lot of consideration for all the partners and that, you know, they potentially have like more communication than monogamous couples really? because they're having to really check in with each other, yeah. make sure that everyone is still happy and consenting. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it demands more of an emotional engagement potentially than your average mono, hetero, <gasps> upholding the patriarchy. Don't make couple. it sound so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my marriage. Underline the whole thing though is, is that n- nothing is is the only way of being. There are a lot, there's always going to be variants and varieties because that's how we are as people. But also it's like, it's it's not, it's never good when one particular way kind of tries to take the, the kind of the, the, be the only way yeah. and kind of look down on other people. Or and to claim that it is the normal, quote, quote, normal yeah. way. Exactly. Yeah. And right. that's always going to be a but Would you not think hell. just wait till after Christmas or, or just try and... <sighs> You see, I think it's really nice that they want to bring her to Christmas. Yeah. She's going to be without her, her family. Our and they... friend from Brazil. Just leave it at that. Where we put her up? Uh, <laughs> Where we put her up? the rooms. I don't use for I'm not giving up my... I'm, my room is the only one with the master double bed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Okay, so... I said pre-Christmas, this. but also like, yeah, you okay. know, someone's so, got to ruin Christmas okay. as well. Like that yeah. is yeah. This, that, so. you'd, you'd have that in your arsenal for any time you wanted it. You know, if <laughs> yeah. you want to ruin Christmas, yeah. it's not going well. You have so my let us support. know. Yeah, 53106 for your text on that if you think pre-Christmas or after Christmas or how exactly you should do it. Uh, but let's carry on to the next little conundrum, if we could please, the wedding list invite. Um, guys, myself and my fiancé are really struggling when it comes to putting our wedding list together, in particular the people we work with. I work on a very tight knit team, so as a result I feel like if I invite one person from work I need to invite the whole team, which includes nine people. To be honest, that doesn't bother me, but it does bother my bride. She's not fussy about the overall number of people, but her motto is that she only wants people who care about us and who know us at her wedding. Um, it's putting me in a difficult position because I can see where she's coming from, but uh, I'm selective about who I work with. Um, it'll cause tensions. What do I do? Where do I go with this? Yeah, this is a difficult one because I, I can kind of see both perspectives. I can see, um, you know, the bride in this instance wanting to to keep the wedding to be intimate, genuinely personal. I get mm. that. However... I also see the point that when weddings and events like this happen, the, 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 um, it is often the case that you will invite people from different friendship groups or, you know, 
sports teams and work, whatever it is. And they might not actually at that moment in time be part of the other person in the couple's life. Do you know what I mean? But going forward, they will be mm. aware of this person. So, you know, the work colleagues will still be the work colleagues before and after the wedding, irrespective of how the bride in this instance, you know, acts, whether they're invited or not. Um, so the, what's happening here is, is uh, the guy, I presume it's the guy, is saying, um, I just don't want the kind of cringe factor around them knowing that I'm having mm-hmm. a, an event that they're not invited to, because that creates the kind of a dynamic. So there's only two ways to handle it. One is to be very open about exactly what's happening, what kind of wedding you're having, and mm. therefore you're not yeah. invited, mm. or to invite them. So it's going to be, and that conversation has to be between him and his, and, and his wife-to-be, that they're kind of very clear saying, this is the kind of wedding we're having. If you're saying that we're only going to have people who really genuinely know and care about us, I'm going to say, how do you know they care about you? No, yeah. <laughs> but two, you know, are you precluding any future people that you'll ever meet again, like the Brazilian girl in the last round, <laughs> from, from ever caring about you? So it's kind of like, you know, have a good think about what you mean. Because sometimes people are a bit cringy about their wedding. They're going, I don't want anybody who I don't know having eyes on me in my intimate, private, vulnerable moment. Hmm. Get over that. Yeah, I- Sophie? Yeah, like they say that she's not stressed about the overall number, which is the number that like deeply stressed me out. Um, But if she's not stressed about that, I just say invite them. Yeah, I agree. I actually do, because I also think like it's kind of nice that um, the person who's writing the letter wants their work team at the wedding and like presumably through this wants them to know their wife. And like, you know, I think that's kind of nice. And it's, it is relative. It could be worse. The team could be like 40 people. It could be really awkward where yeah. even if you both agreed it'd be nice to invite some people from work, you'd have to have some kind of a cut off where we're only going to mm. ask people who sit within five feet of me or whatever it is. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is not as big no. a problem as... No, yeah. I think like so. No, it isn't that big a number. It depends on how big your wedding's going to be. I'm yeah. thinking my advice to the, the person writing in is like, instead of playing the... like. When they go to talk to the wife, instead of playing the like, oh, I just don't want it to be awkward with the yeah. team at work. Instead, say like, I'm close to these people and I actually want them to know you. And yeah. like, can you understand Absolutely. that this is actually something that means something to me? Yeah. And just kind of so I'm like, you know, play the emotions card, yeah. basically, <laughs> rather than the like. Because it, it is a bit kind of full on for, for her to say. Because I don't know these people that you spend like eight hours every day with, every working day, mm. I don't want them at my part of our wedding. It's yeah. a bit, it's a bit <laughs> fun. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. As well as emotional, I feel like, come on, get real. Yeah, I think bring them. Yeah, bring them. Clear could bring them on that one. A uh, bit of reaction on our... our uh, I'm never going to get that word Trouble. Right. Trouble. It's People just, have reactions yeah, on that. I'm it's, sure. It's, oh, yeah. A few um, opinions on... What a great way of saving on rent. I know. Way. Yeah, yeah. For love and honour, why the need to share your sexuality and your sex life with everyone? Shut your mouths and do whatever you do in private. Why not share your favourite position while you're at it? Get over yourselves. No one's interested. <laughs> just, well, they might be interested when three <laughs> of you show up for like, you know... Oh my God. And nobody's interested. Have you ever <laughs> been single in an Irish family all people ask you about is yeah, like exactly, have you yeah. managed to <laughs> well, mess somebody Actually, yet? if there's three of you and one of them that's perfect that's two couple seats filled up it's really considerate <laughs> thing to do there you go sorted wonderful now um, my boyfriend hates when I wear high shoes 
This might sound like a stupid one, but hear me out. I'm quite a tall girl, and as a result, I've always been in around the same height as most of the men in my life. I met my current boyfriend during COVID when we weren't going out socialising, so there was never a reason for me to wear high, sh- high shoes. However, recently, my boyfriend said he doesn't like when I wear high shoes because I've become taller than him, and he gets embarrassed. Before anyone goes crazy, he's not controlling in the slightest. He's the definition of a gentleman. He just finds it embarrassing that I'm taller than him on nights out. I assume it's a pride thing. I'm conflicted. If he did something that made me uncomfortable, I'd ask him to stop. But on the other hand, I don't want to give up high shoes. My height is always something I've been super proud of. I do feel this is uh, one that I can bring sure something to the table on. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, I think it's really nice to hear a woman be like, yeah, I'm tall and happy with it. Because I think it's really hard for tall women, actually. Like, they get, like, slagged in school and stuff like that. So I think it's pretty cool that she's... To be on into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, though, it's tricky. Like... So my uh, husband doesn't like my fringe and claims that he would prefer to see more of my face. <laughs> and like, this sounds unbelievably okay. trivial, I know. Right. No, no, I'm with you. But my fringe is an integral part of my identity. And also, I don't want to see more of my face at all when I look in the mirror. <laughs> um, so, as, but as you can see, I wear the fringe. So I overrule him on that. Yeah. And I kind of think she should overrule the boyfriend yeah. on this. It's, it's only a, time to time that she's wearing the heels. Yeah. I think it's that thing of like, you know, why? It's the why behind it all that when you dig further enough deep into it, it is just about, you know, I'm the man, so I should be hovering over your head. And mm. fundamentally, I just reject that because I'm in a relationship with somebody who's taller than me. And like, you know, should I be enraged because I'm shorter than Andrew is? And like, well, no, because I, I think that's stupid. And I, I I get it. If you want to play along to little gender roles. I know. Yeah. And yeah, there is like, there's more of an expectation for like hetero, I understand hetero that couples. Yeah. I understand that, like, that too. But the sometimes. The big strong man. I know. But and like, a little it, tiny helpless woman. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and I get that. Play along to that if you like sometimes. <laughs> but it's also, you know, I'm thinking of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I remember, mm. you know, when they broke up her first thing. I mean, I know it was a bitchy breakup kind of clangor to drop, but it was like, thank God I can wear heels again. <laughs> And oh, it's, it's kind of like, you know. That must have hurt. But it's a kind of a thing that you go, well, look what I did. Mm. Look at the way I had to, yeah. you know, make the compromise to make your view of our relationship look ego. normal. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I just think that that's, that's not something that should be stoked. I, think I do want be, a visual on this couple that I've written in. Do you think there's a big mad Dudley Moore goes through my, my mind too. Right? You know, yeah, but also that's like, he's, he's a short king. Like, yeah. you know? yeah, and that's also we need more short kings. Yeah. You know, and short king representation. That, that's easy to say. But <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting down, Tom. I don't I'm know not a tall man. over there. I'm not a tall Are man. Are you not? No, Very long no, legs. no, 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 no. Uh, not, no. And you now know, I'm so curious. I can't are, wait to see there, Tom's there are times up. when I am standing up. There are times. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Oh, now there one. are times when you kind of you wish you were taller. What can I say? And mm. you're you're with somebody and she's yeah. tearing over you a little bit and you just kind of I think you just have to take that on the chin. You just have yeah, to go where that's that where I am. No, there's no you know. Mm. The, the days of I've, wanting I've to stand in when you're where, you know, I've been with somebody and I wished I was better looking or I wished well, I, was, yeah. I was wealthier yeah. or I wished I was yeah. somewhere else. Whatever it is, you just got to, sometimes you just yeah, got to accept the situation you're in and make the most yeah, of it. And aren't you lucky to with a tall, beautiful woman? I think so. Mm. I mean, and I also, getting back to what you said, Sophie, though, I, I do think, like, if somebody's making sacrifices in order to make somebody else feel good, there is 
there is a good compromise thing going on there where, you know, there's, it, as long as the intention mm. is is honest and fair on both sides. But if it's a kind of, well, you're expected to do that because you're a woman, I have a bit of a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you know, she could just kind of like, you know, I, it's a poor choice of words, big him up a bit. But like, <laughs> you know, like she obviously really like likes yeah. this guy and loves him. So like, you know, just kind of say that to him, be like, I like my heels, but like I'm with you. Like yeah. none of this, you know, I have any problem with, you know, and maybe she it has is to a wear the heels. thing for him. Yeah, She has to wear them. Because, because again, it's like there are other social pressures involved. It's not just the dynamic of I'm in a couple and I'm making my man look bad because I'm tearing over him. Is that if I'm not wearing high heels when all of my girlfriends are all dressed up and, and I'm the one in, you know, flats, mm. you know, I look like I just make an effort. So it's kind of, you know, there's a kind of attention in other ways. Mm. So what know, she could start doing is like a campaign of sending him pics of like A-listers <laughs> who are in like different height couples. And just be kind of like, check out Tom, for example. Don't Google how long they lasted. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Um, I'm totally with Sophie. Married to a fringe hater too, ah. says Jane. There you go. Fringes are very important to us fringe people, you know. And I don't know, like I wouldn't personally get Botox, but it is definitely saving money on Botox for a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, actually, cool. all my weeks of fringes now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait until the wedding comes around. That creates a whole new dynamic. The wedding photographers always make the man look taller. God bless That's them is all I'd say. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, put them on That's a step. That's why they've the big books. Could be, or a little box. A little box. <laughs> oh, there's those shoes, Not drawing actually. from experience. The lips. Right, they're lips inside them. They're, they're all over Instagram. Could you imagine anything more? I don't know. Oh, they can be done very subtly. Yeah. The lift. But oh, you yeah. know they're there. Mm-hmm. Is that not the thing? And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I suppose. Know. Maybe yeah, that's, no. maybe that's uh, the answer. Maybe they should both wear heels. I like it. Big tolls for him. Um, so finally, uh, my best friend and I have different political views. Over the last few years, myself and my best friend have developed completely different world and political views. The issue is both of us are stubborn and quite passionate about the way we feel. Recently, it started to cause real tension between us because we're out in the pub and we get to heavy debates. It just ruins the night. I always tell myself I'm not getting into this tonight and then something happens and I fall into the trap. This person has been the friend of my life. I don't want to cut ties, but spending any time with him these days is causing such drama. Do I cut him out? Says a lot of it's gone around yeah, for him. So I think there's yeah. an awful lot of contentious issues in the world. But it's very hard to see eye to eye with them. Yeah, yeah. With them and even like in COVID, I think a lot of people kind of suddenly sort of noticed that there's actually like disagreeing on things like science yeah. versus pandemic and yeah, yeah. things like that. But I also kind of think, doesn't everyone just have, say, somebody in their family where there's just a list of topics you don't bring up? Because mm. you don't want to start hating them. You definitely don't want to row with them about it. And like, I guess I suppose obviously we can't choose our family and we can't choose our friends, but it sounds like their friendship is close to family. Like they've been so, you know, close for so long. I think as well, though, is that, is that you know, it doesn't really matter what the what the trigger is. What What's going on is, is the two of them are having arguments and you go, mm. and they're choosing to believe that it's okay for them to have an argument because of what the argument is about, because it's politics or whatever it yeah. is. You go, well, actually, you know, if it that's is, though. not really... Do you think it's about something else? I don't know. No, it is probably political. But like, yeah. I just kind of think it's sometimes very hard, though, to continue to like someone when like, for example, like just the most obvious, like they're homophobic or they're transphobic or, you know, they're racist, you know, mm. that's going to affect your liking of that person. And so I suppose, yeah, like 
I think there's you, people you, to distance hard yourself to from you, on some matters. Hard to believe you would become friendly with somebody that you had such opposing views yeah, to but begin say with. 20 years ago, the, yeah. you know, the discourse was completely different. So it's very possible that it was it is only arising lately, you know. And again, it, it, it always comes down to what way these things are manifesting themselves. If you're, to, you're talking about somebody being transphobic or homophobic or racist, because what they're doing is they're always venting these opinions with the full belief that their worldview is correct, mm. then for me, like you, I presume I, that would be just that would it's be a like a re- that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Whereas if it's somebody who's just clumsy and they just say these things and they're accidental and they're also more interested in kind of mm. you know oh you make me look ignorant so what I'm going to do is I'm going to argue back yeah, rather than. Yeah. Or learn. if there's just a like contrarianism yeah, kind of you know, behind that's there. Kind of what I, sometimes people, Shtick. sometimes with really close friends, you just have that relationship where it's just about contrarianism and mm. it's just about clashing and it's just about I want to be the big ego in the room and 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 those kind of things. You, you, sometimes that's a little bit you as well. You have to go because the letter writer does acknowledge that I'm walking into that room knowing this is going to go down and yet I fall into the trap. Well, that means you fell into the trap. You're partially responsible as well. It's not yeah. somebody's crappy views. It's your, your social um, actions as well. But it also, the falling into the trap from where I'm standing speaks to the fact that they're actually pretty passionate about the things they're, they're for, like, you know, having arguments yeah. about, you know. And like, God. definitely, if somebody's views, like, you don't agree with them, but you also find them harmful, you know, like like homophobia, transphobia, racism, yeah. all the ones we just described, like that that harms real people that harms potentially other friends that you love, you know. And I think that that's like a deal breaker stuff. Whereas I do think if this row, this permanent row between you is about something just a little bit more abstract, like Water geopolitics, yeah, yeah. you know, I think can you maybe just kind of really re-engage with trying not to engage yeah, you know yeah. and find the and middle keep ground keep that friend you know it is hard, it's a hard one but yeah, yeah it is a hard yeah. one to have your it's red one you know those. where they are you and, never and, know yeah. you never know um, yeah I have a vision of all putting up little white flags we're allowed to talk about this and a red flag no we've got into the red flag Gary back away <laughs> yeah. there yeah. 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 Isn't that, isn't that, and that sometimes some people's response to that would be they, they'd, they'd attack the concept of the, the discourse rather than actually engaging with people on an intellectual, open-minded way. And that's kind of what I, I don't like. I don't like the idea that people shut stuff down. Totally, yeah. You know, yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. 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 Allowing people even the chance to be a knob or whatever their opinion. I suppose making your mind up about, do I have the energy for this today? You yeah. know, is probably a good one because you got to mind yourself, really. Absolutely. And like, yeah, I had a seven-year-old's birthday party a few weeks ago and I had to send a family member a text being like, look, we're just not talking about this, this or this, at the seven-year-old's birthday party, please. And it I, is I, the I, white flag, red flag. I come from a family where you need the pretext okay. to warn. Very good. Uh, Sophie, thank you very much for that. Sophie White, Declan as well. Thank, thank you, you very, very much, much indeed. indeed. More questions first, let us know. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.